remember this is the season of Advent. And during the season of Advent, we are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And traditionally, uh, traditionally, the church has um, the well, not the church. I should say there are churches, there are tradition, uh, churches with traditions that begin celebrating his birth or his arrival around the first of December. They started around the first of December. Are, are you guys with me? So I, I like that tradition because, you know, I think each day we we need to take time out to read some passages to remind ourselves why we do what we do, why we believe what we believe. And thank God for Jesus. And so... Uh, Jesus, being that he is our Savior, he, he he deserves that, I think, don't you? At least I hope you do. So let's turn to Matthew chapter 2, verse, uh, we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 2 today. And it looks like in this section of Matthew chapter 2, It reads, beginning at verse 10, I'll read verse 10 through 11. It says, When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down, and what, children? What did they do? hope you guys are reading long. I guess you're not reading long. Okay. They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Notice in this passage it says, When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother. Who was this child? Well, this child was no other person but Jesus himself. It was Jesus that they saw. He was a child at this time. Now, how old was this child? Nobody really can really say. Because some, some scholars would say that well, it was a baby, little baby Jesus. But then there are other scholars who say, well, by this time he's probably about two, three, maybe even four years old. So he's he was he was a young young toddler. He was a in our and today we would call that a toddler, a toddler, okay, a toddler. So he's probably walking around like you know what toddlers do, bouncing into everything. Knocking things over, um, falling multiple times on their rear 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 rear, rear buns, 
the behinds. Your heads, oftentimes, because your heads are so big, you just bobbing around your head, and you just fall down, you know, falling, falling down. So he was a child at this time. But um, who are they that they're talking about here? That's something else we need to ask ourselves. When they saw the star, who saw the star? Well, if you go up earlier, you'll see that there were wise men. These were wise men. So these, these men, these wise men, they say, they, uh, in verse 9, they came to see Jesus. So, you know, even at this time as a child, there were, God had revealed to certain individuals, especially those who were wise during that day, about the importance of Jesus. And Jesus was so important during even this time as a child that he had his own star. Imagine that. You are so important that you have a star that guides, that, that God uses to guide wise men, that God at that time used to guide wise men to Jesus. Today, Jesus has a star as well. And that star is you. If you believe in Jesus Christ, Jesus has placed within you what the Bible calls the light. It's a light that shines brightly. As brightly as the star or as brightly as the sun in the sky. Amen? So, but anyways, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem where the child was. And the, the star, it went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. So this star was guiding these wise men to see the child. Verse 11, it says, then they opened their treasure chests. And gave him gifts of gold. Gold, a precious mineral. They gave to him. You know, one of the things I always think about. And I remember a time where money, the money that we have, like, the, like a dollar, was backed by gold. It's no longer backed by gold. And during that time... Even as a, ch as a child, a young child, um, at that time, I knew that a dollar was, I knew the value of a dollar. I knew that a dollar, even though it was a, or, you know, any coin, any, any uh, coins, uh, coin, uh, coin that, that, I, that I had, I, and I was, I was that type, I would collect coins. And I would look for coins, especially those coins that were backed by gold. And of course, during that time, it was American coins. Well, it's no longer the case. It's no longer backed by gold. So you can't. It used to be a time you could take a coin and you could you could not you could not only could you buy stuff, but you could take it and trade it in and get gold. <laughs> Imagine that. So, but that's no longer the case. And that's why, for me, you know, I have to always remind myself, you know, 
and this is I'm going off on the side. This is a side note. You know, money is only as value, valuable as you make it. Because especially American coins and American dollars and stuff like that, it's not backed by gold anymore. It's not like you can take it in and trade it for something that is more valuable than what you can you can do with it and buy with it. Anyways, gold is gold. Gold is just, gold. Now the reason I, I should want to share this with you: gold is just, is is a, a precious mineral, and it's scarce, but it's very precious, and it's 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 precious worldwide. So you can you could you know like say for example you could take a dollar and you can go to another country that dollar won't buy as much possibly as you would here in your own country. As a matter of fact, in some countries now. They they probably won't even accept a dollar from you. They'd be like, dollar, right, they, we don't we don't take American dollars. They not not they're not worth it. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But then some other countries they'd be like, oh a dollar, yeah great. You can do lots of things with a dollar. Which you can't trade in it for gold, but still you can you can do lots of things. You can buy lots of things, especially in our own country. But gold is a, is a standard, a worldwide. It could be considered a worldwide currency. Frankincense. And they gave him frankincense and myrrh. Frankincense is a is a is a is a a uh, type of uh, uh, uh it smells real good, that's all I know. It's like a it's like uh it's a um I I gotta study that more. I forgot what frankincense is. All I know is it smells good. And myrrh, and and it, it bo- both of those are like ointments. They they got oil, ba- they're oil, they got oil based and stuff like that. And anyways, they they're 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 very good for the the scents. They smell good, and then also the, the the main thing about them that I know for sure is that they're that the purpose of them is to is to preserve. They're very good at preserving things. As a matter of fact, when a person dies. They use myrrh and frankincense to anoint the body, <clears throat> to preserve the body, and so forth. So if you put enough of this on a person or whatever, it could preserve the body for who knows how long. Okay? So, but, which indicates that these wise men knew that this, this Jesus was destined, I believe, for death. To death, for death. To die, to die for a people that would be considered the people of God. They knew that, I believe, and I believe that they themselves were were hoping that this would be the one that would die, literally die for them for their sins, and that's why they brought these things. They were hoping maybe to even buy their salvation. That's why they brought the gold, I believe. And many other scholars along with me believe this. But the point is is that we too, during this season, we need to remember that Jesus, uh, he came not just to be born into this world and like we are, just to be born and just to be alive and you know, and so forth, and do our thing, do whatever comes to mind, whatever we we decide we want to do. He had a purpose. He had eternal destiny. He had an eternal purpose, and it was it was divine. It was from God. 
And so, this eternal pur- purpose, this divine purpose that Jesus had, uh, is even still today important. Important enough to celebrate, to be thankful for. And if you are like many of us who believe in Jesus, it's a time for not only gratitude, it's not a time to uh, express gratitude, but it's, all time, it's also, we express our gratitude by giving. It's a season for giving. Giving of our, our, our um, love, I should say, of our, our resources, the things that we own, things that we can, we can, you know, we want to get, want to be thinking about that during this season. How can we give to others? How can we, how can we share the love of God for His people, for us, with others? That's what we should be thinking about. How can we share this love? How, how can we let our light shine? Like the star that these wise men had were following that was from God. God has given us an even brighter light, and it's called the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, which he, Jesus and God Himself, they both give, and they give in abundance. And for all those who believe, it is given to us as well who believe in Jesus. And that he is the Christ, that he is the Savior of us all. And that he was born to Mary, Mary, the mother of God. And he had a father, a stepfather, who was Joseph. He was born in a town called Bethlehem, which is the house of bread. Which signifies to us that Jesus is also like he comes from the, because he comes from the house of bread. We are to partake of him. We are to we are to we are to take of him. Partake of him. We are to or, or to relate with him in a way that we too, uh, like Jesus, uh, his body that was was given on a cross when he died. When he died, we died. When, when Jesus died on the cross, our sins were laid upon him. And he, he took the punishment which we deserved. And he died. And we died too. We died to what? To sin. And that's the good news. And so all these things should be coming to our mind. About why we do what we do. And what Jesus did for us. Which is so important. And it's so marvelous. It should be so marvelous. It should be so magnificent to us, magical to us, that, that it should inspire us to want to live for God and to give our all to God. Jesus. They bow down and worship Him. We too. This is the time to bow down and worship Him. Because He's worthy. He, he has earned, he has, he has demonstrated by giving His life for us. 
taken our punishment, which we deserve. He is worthy to be worshipped. And He deserves all the riches of the world, including gold. And the good news is, is He's no longer dead. But He defeated death. He crushed death. Death could not hold him in the grave. So the frankincense and the murder was that he was anointed with by his mother and those who cared for his body. Even that, it was, it would not last. It would, it would, it, he was only left for three days. Not even hardly three days. Well, at least three days he was in the grave. But God, as he had promised him, raised him from the dead because he had earned it. He was obedient. That's another thing we need to realize is that Jesus, from, from infancy, even from as a child, he was obedient to God the Father. And I bet you they were impressed when they saw him as a child. I believe that as a child, he obeyed God the Father. And he obeyed his parents, I believe. Like so many of us who don't. I believe Jesus, whatever Mary, Jesus come here. And he probably was like, okay. What can I do for you, Mom? You're my mother. I honor you. Jesus, come here. What can I do for you, Dad? Yes, Dad. Whatever, Dad. Obedient child, because he knew that from from he was he was unlike us. He was sinless. He was born without sin, but yet he was he was fully person. He was fully a man, but he could not sin. So he was doing things that even we you know just if you you know again this is a time to take time out to imagine what was he like as a child. The Bible doesn't explain a whole lot about his childhood and what he was like as a child. But you know what? We can allow our imaginations, we can use our imaginations to go there and use it to inspire us, to, to, to inspire us to uh, worship Him. There are times where I, I, I think about Him and as far as especially His death and how He defeated death. I, I believe I'm going to... I believe that I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'm like, I'm going to be just like him. And the more I each day the more each day the uh, I the 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 more I think about it, uh the stronger my faith, the stronger my my belief in 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 this 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 this, this news of uh for all those who believe. Remember Romans 3:16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever Believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm at that place now where it's like death. Oh, death. Where's your sting? Death. Uh, death. This body, if it does die, I'm, I got to admit, I'm always hoping for the return of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If it does and when it does die, I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be concerned about it. Of course, I'll be dead, but I'm especially not even while I'm alive. I, I could truly live right now because I'm not afraid of death. 
Because death has no power over me. It will have no power over me. And the second death, it will especially have no power over me because I will be, re- I will be um, exonerated by my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I will be set free forevermore and given a new body, an eternal body like His. That's what God is making us into. He's making us into creatures like Jesus. We're, we will live forever. We'll be the people of God forever. And he will be our God forever. And Jesus will be with us. And we will know him like we know each other. This is what it's all about. So I pray and hope that during this season, the season of Advent, that you take this to heart. This passage here. And let the Holy Spirit minister to you. To speak to you and encourage you. And be led by his, by the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of the eternal kingdom. The gospel of this return. The gospel of a resurrected body. The gospel of a time where there would be no more crying, no more weeping, no more sadness, no more death. And on and on and on. With heads bowed, eyes closed, let us pray. Thank you, Lord God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May we live out the rest of this day for you. In Jesus' name, amen.